Clermont Northeastern District Download. Thanks for checking out the District Download this week. We have a very special guest from Mercy Health talking about our school-based health care center. All right, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm TJ Dorsey, Dean of Students for the District, and we're here today to talk about school-based health care. I have a special guest from Mercy Health. Hi, I'm Stephanie Eberly. I'm the practice manager over the Cincinnati area school-based health centers for Mercy Health. Well, thanks for coming out. I know you were already out here today to check out the clinic. Um, what do you think? It looks great. I mean, I'm amazed at the progress that we've made, and I think it's going to be um, just a really, really beautiful space um, for everybody to come on in and get their health care. So. Yeah, we haven't really even shared much of the... Um the photos of the, the place and, and really work didn't even start until after 4th of July. Right. Yeah. So the progress that we've made, what, in just about a month has been amazing. We've got walls. They're in there painting today. So um, I'm really excited to so see it all. When do you guys think it's going to open? So right now with construction, we're looking at opening after Labor Day. Um, so first few weeks of September is our target date. Um, we have a lot of things, you know, that will come together kind of at the last minute in addition to construction, like our staff and everything, and we're excited to introduce them as well. Um, but we're looking at a soft opening the beginning of September, and hopefully we'll be able to, to do a small celebration even though we're dealing with COVID. So, that's, so we're only talking about a month away before this thing really is, is up and going. Yeah, if you can believe it. That's hard to believe. I mean, it's yeah. only been two years of planning and talking right? and meetings, but... <laughs> Everything has come together so much faster than I would have ever imagined once it finally got rolling. Yeah, yeah. we've had how many phone calls, I think, over the past few years. And it seems like it all came together all of a sudden at the end, but really it's been a long time in the making. So for someone who doesn't know what school-based health care is, what would you say to them? Yeah, uh, my favorite way to describe school-based health is most simply, it's kind of like a doctor's office that's attached to your school. Um, one of the things that's really cool about school-based health is we're a full primary care office. So we're going to bring full care in terms of chronic disease management. Um, you know, those well child checks that you have to go into the doctor for every year for your kiddos, um, adult physicals, sick care, vaccinations, um, all the basic things that you would see at your family doctor. Uh, we're going to offer those right here in the school building. You said adults, so this isn't just for kids. It's not. So we're here for CNE students, but we're also here for your staff. We're going to be here for the wider community, parents, um, you know, younger siblings too, um, as, you know, as little as little babies that might be siblings of students or not siblings of students in the area. So we're really here for across a lifespan. So it keeps branching out. So first, I'm, and when I first heard about it, I thought it was student only. And then you guys educated me that it was staff. And then you even just said community members. Mm-hmm. So if I don't even have kids that go here, I could tell my neighbor, have you tried going to the school-based healthcare center? Yes, you can. So we're here. One of the things that, you know, we've learned about communities um, and working in this space is that one place that's really kind of a hub for a community where a lot of people are coming and going, even if you don't necessarily have students, is the school, right? It, it kind of is central. A lot of things happen. You know, we have athletic events and different events at the schools. Um, so we really wanted to bring healthcare into a convenient place for everybody. Um, and a lot of times that's the school because you're driving past it every day, even if you don't have kids in the area. Um, and so we're right here to make it as easy as possible for anybody in the area to get care. Well, for us, it's huge because we're about over 75 square miles as a district mm-hmm. and there's not one single doctor. The closest thing is Mercy Health. 
at the hospital, and that's it. So it's it's huge. What about families who already have a primary care? Can they still see you guys, or do they need to switch? Um, that would be their choice. Uh, if you know you find that you like our clinic, we're certainly here to be your primary care. But if you need us to help you out, you think you might have strep throat or a sinus infection or something like that, and you can't get into your regular doctor, we can also do that too and then communicate back with your doctor. So you don't need to feel like you have to give up your doctor in order to use our services. Okay. Now, here's an interesting one. As a parent in the district, I was thinking about is if my kid's not feeling well in the nurse's office, how does that all play out? Because we're all on one campus except for our preschool. Mm -hmm. But how does it play out for a parent? Do they get a phone call? Can they be seen mm-hmm. in the clinic on that same day? How does that work? Right. Yeah, so this is, I think, really the the coolest part about school-based health. And I think to answer that question, I'm going to back up a little bit and say a lot of times there's a misconception about school-based health. Well, aren't you the same thing as a school nurse? And that's not true. Um, school nurses are still really important to each of the schools that they're in. Um, they have vital roles working within the school building. But we're kind of like that next step of care. So let's say, for example, um, I don't, what's your, you have a son or a daughter? I have a son. A I have son. one of each, but yeah, okay. my son's school So age. your son or daughter or whatever, what's your son's name? Cooper. So Cooper um, is in class and he starts not feeling well and, you know, he kind of goes up to his teacher and says, you know, hey, Mrs. Jones, I've got a headache. Um, you know, I'm not feeling so good. Can you, you know, should I go down to the nurse? And she says, yeah, I think you probably should go down to the nurse. And so Cooper goes down to the school nurse, and the school nurse takes his temperature, and he has a fever. Um, so normally, once that fever happens, it means Cooper's got to go home, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So that is the normal workflow. Um, when you have a school-based health center, what can happen is school nurse can, um, you know, call Cooper's dad, call you, and say, hey, Cooper's down here. He's not feeling good. He's got a fever. You know, we do have the school-based health center. Do you want to come get him, or do you want me to send him down? You know, I think maybe he could be seen at the school-based health center. They could go ahead and see what's going on. Just that fast? That fast. And Uh so it would be a phone call, you know, as long as it's okay with you and you've signed our consent form. um, You know, Cooper, she can send Cooper down to the nurse, um, to our nurse practitioner, to the health center. Um, She might do, let's say, maybe his throat's hurting, so a strep test might be what, you know, they would decide to do. Um, take care of that strep test, come up with a treatment plan. You know, you as dad could meet him there or meet him afterwards. And, you know, by the time you've gotten there, you've already got a diagnosis, a treatment plan, probably a prescription called in, and you're ready to go. And we also find that that gets those antibiotics when they are needed in the hands of the kids. They get that first dose earlier, which means they get back to school sooner too. Wow. Okay. So... That's one example. Um, there are a million different, you know, reasons they might go down. Um, they might be scheduled to get a well child check ahead of time, uh, maybe during a break during the day, especially for the older kids that can walk themselves over, meet their parents. Um, it really saves the parents that drive and commute time to and from the doctor. So a kid could go get a well child check during the school day. Mm-hmm. Totally legitimate reason to head down there and get, get seen, get shots and updates and physicals. Yeah. And With the parents' permission. And we like to schedule those ahead of time to make sure that we're not interrupting, you know, valuable learning time. Right. But maybe if there's a break during the day or, you know, a, one specialist class that would be all right for them to miss for that, that appointment. You know, we can usually get them in and out. The whole process might be an hour but from, you know, going to the health center, you know, getting everything taken care of, um, getting all your plans made and coming back to class. Whereas... 
you know, if you had to stop and drive your child to the doctor, I think every parent kind of knows that usually ends up being a half a day ordeal by the time yeah. it's all said and done. So we can save time out of class for the kids and time out of work for the parents. So if a parent is comfortable with it, the whole thing could be facilitated through the school and Mercy Health, and they wouldn't even have to leave work if they didn't want to. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, wow. So that is a huge... I mean, we have a lot of people who have some pretty lengthy commutes here, so... Right. And, you know, um, we're really working on our virtual health offerings as well. So, um, you know, our goal Mm -hmm. is also to offer an opportunity for those parents who maybe couldn't be here in person to eventually be able to be part of that appointment virtually, too, if they would like to. Oh, wow. And if they're not able to, then we would just, um, you know, our provider would call the parents and talk over everything that they did and any diagnoses or follow-up plans, you know, after the fact and really talk through it with the parent. And they wouldn't have to necessarily be there as long as they've given us consent ahead of time. So really, we're the relationship between Mercy Health and the school district is providing a lot of choice for parents to have their kid be seen in a lot of services that normally would be some road trips or some, some days of missed school. So... You're really helping us out trying to keep the instruction time high yeah, that's, and families. That's our goal. That's one of the main goals of school-based health. And, um, you know, we, we do work to track data um, and hope to see with schools. Um, you know, we're, we're, we work with the state's education scorecard, which I'm sure you know sometimes is a little difficult to interpret. But, you know, we like to see kids have, you know, fewer absences and fewer missed days of school and seat time and things like that. Now, this year with COVID, it's going to be a little different. Um, yeah, the uh, ball's up in the air on the attendance yeah. piece with everything. Yeah, yeah. So. so one of the neat things for us is, is we're doing a lot of work with uh, Harvard on school-based um, interventions for attendance. Uh-huh. And so having the healthcare center start at the same time is a really huge win for us to really try to decrease our already pretty low numbers on attendance that we have. So this is a great opportunity for us to capitalize on two things at one time yeah we like to keep healthy kids at school and you know healthy kids learn better and spend more time in their classroom so so what if they do need medication what what are their options is that something that they have to pick it up at a certain place or are there options for those parents yeah so we've actually as i'm sure you remember we've been talking a lot about a partnership with a local pharmacy um to hopefully even have those medications delivered so that'll even up our um opportunity to keep you from having to make extra trips. So Fitzgerald's Pharmacy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's something, you know, that's on our radar. Hopefully get that um, up and running beginning of the year to make it even easier. And then, of course, we can always send in, like any other doctor's office, we can send your prescriptions to the pharmacy of your choice as well. So there's another question about, like, if a kid is in there being seen and and the, the nurse practitioner felt like there was something more, do they help make referrals and facilitate that continuum of care also? Or is that... Stop right there, and, and they need to go see their normal doctor. Yeah, no, we are here to make referrals just like your primary care doctor. Um, so, you know, I always kind of think about primary care providers as like the quarterback of your health care, right? They're, they're kind of managing everything, making your plays, and then sending out, you know, when they need to, to um, different specialists. So, you know, we're here for ortho referrals for those athletes. Um, you know, we have the athletic training program through Mercy here as well. They can refer you out to ortho, but if there was, you know, an, an injury like that, we can refer you to an ortho provider, refer you out to really any specialty you might need in the area. Um, so it really is an awesome main point of care for everyone to really kind of understand long-term wellness. Yeah, absolutely. That's our goal. Wow. Okay, awesome. Um, what's something else you want to share with people about Mercy Health and school-based health care? Oh, let me think about my favorite highlights about school-based health care. 
you know, I think there really are so many things for many different situations. Um, we really are here to make it easier on the school nurses as well, because I think a lot of times the school nurses aren't, aren't always sure what to do. Um, so that kind of takes some burden off of the school nurse feeling like, oh, you have to send him home, um, at, you know, and then wait to hear back. We kind of are that next step of care, especially for kids who might end up hanging out waiting because a lot of people have long commutes here. So to get back, pick up your kids, um, you know, is going to be a process. And so that really takes burden off of parents. It takes burden off of the school nurses. Um, and it helps kids get, you know, back into class, like I've said before. Um, what else was I say? Oh, I also wanted to talk a little bit about, maybe we could talk a little bit about COVID and what that's going to look like this year since it's kind of a unique yeah. school year. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, so a lot of people, and I think we've had some communication coming out of, you know, what's COVID testing going to look like with the school year coming up? Kids are heading back into school. We're going to see a need for kids to get tested. We're going to see a need for um, adults and family members and every people in the community to get tested, you know. Um, so we are here as your primary care. If you feel like you might have symptoms during the day of COVID, might have a child who gets sent home because they fail that kind of COVID screening in the morning or, you know, you can't send them into school because you realize they have a fever, um, anything like that. Um, we're here to kind of help you figure out what the next step would be. Um, and one of the ways we're going to do that while also keeping everybody safe, um, and not, you know, risking a lot of transmission between, you know, a ton of people being gathered in our health center is to use virtual health to help assess. Um, so, you know, we'll, you'll see some communication coming out about my chart, which is our um, online access portal to access, you know, your medical records and um, electronic visits and virtual visits from your so phone. So is that a, from phone? So it's, mm -hmm. is it a computer and phone or is it just... Yeah, so you can access MyChart online. Um, the easiest way I find is to download the MyChart app on your phone. Um, and you can pop right into MyChart. You, A, can see you know a lot of your relevant medical information if you've been seen at a Mercy Health facility, including ours. Um, you also can request an e-visit or a virtual visit. Um, and that's um, basically an online visit. So a virtual visit is going to be a video visit with our provider. Um, and we're using those a lot right now because, you know, there are uh, many conditions that you don't necessarily need to be seen in the office for, but that we could help you out with, with a quick assessment. So that's one reason you might use a virtual visit. We're also using virtual visits for COVID symptom assessment. So instead of bringing somebody in the office who might be sick, you know, we're going to try to use that virtual visit to assess first, ask some questions about exposure, ask about symptoms, you know, and determine two things, which is one, do they need a COVID test? And two, do they need medical attention for their COVID symptoms? You know, okay. having trouble breathing, something like that. So we're going to do that during a virtual visit. We're going to make a recommend recommendation. Um, so Mercy testing sites will accept our referral to testing and you can make an appointment. Um, there is a testing site that's going to be open in Claremont County. Um, so we would make that referral. You'd be able to make an appointment to go up to a testing site and that, um, will save you the long lines that I'm sure a lot of people have heard about at some of the pop-up testing sites. Yeah. Um, so if you're assessed and referred by one of our providers, you'd be able to make an appointment and go get your COVID test if you needed to. That's fantastic. So like the way we kind of set things up is, is we don't want kids waiting out in the weather, um, cause things will get colder or mm -hmm. it might be raining. So they'll come into the building. And within that first hour, 45 minutes, the entire population in each building will be screened. And if mm -hmm. that 
screening shows a fever or other symptoms during that screening time and that they're contacting our school nurse, mm-hmm. she can help them facilitate that with you guys and kind of help hand that off if people choose to because they don't have to go through you every time they feel like they have symptoms. But it's definitely a great opportunity to get that started ahead of time. Not at all. You know, you're yeah, you certainly don't have to use us, but we are here to kind of help you out if you're not sure what the next step is um, and you're not sure, you know, do I have COVID symptoms? Do I have something else? Um, we're, we're certainly here to help you figure that out and determine what your next step would be. You were talking about the my chart. So mm-hmm. if people aren't familiar with downloading certain apps, and most people are, but we still have some people who might not, and it could be a neighbor or a friend, or we have some families who's uh, are just comprised of uh, other people raising their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe uh, if they call in, could they get help getting that app downloaded to their phone, or could someone help them if they showed up here for an appointment? So then, like mm-hmm. uh, anyone in there available to teach them how to use the MyChart app? Absolutely. So our front desk app will be more than happy to help you get MyChart set up. You know, especially in the beginning, that's probably going to be something we're doing a lot because it's still be new. Um, so you can definitely call the clinic. Um, I don't know that our, our phone lines, I think are going to be going in pretty soon. And so we'll have a number ready and posted for you as soon as we have it. And we can walk you through the steps to get signed up for my chart. Um, we also, if you absolutely don't have access to the internet or a smartphone, you know, we can work with you too, um, on a telephone assessment or another alternative as well. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're one-to-one with Chromebooks. So we have plenty of those if we needed to help somebody. Uh, get assessed, we can find a way to, yeah. to utilize an extra room here, even if it was for other reasons like that. Yeah, I will tell you, you know, I think one of the perks of some of the schools going virtual is that a lot, you know, most kids will have their own devices and access to to the internet. You know, we're hoping everybody will have pretty strong access. So that's great for our virtual health options as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of exciting stuff coming on this next month. It's even going to be bigger, it sounds like. Yeah. So many things happening between now and middle of September. Yeah. So we're going to be hiring a, a provider who will be really excited for you to introduce to you in the next month or so. Um, you know, we'll be introducing our team, you know, our management and administrative team, you know, around the district as much as we can, getting to know everybody. And then... You know, the big reveal of the health center is, is coming up soon, so we'll we'll be able to see the finished product. We're going to have some sort of a ribbon cutting kind of event if we're allowed to, I guess? I think that's the plan. I think we'd like to. Um, we, you know, we want to be really conscious of, um, you know, not holding an unnecessary, you know, unnecessarily large event. Um, so we're going to have to do come up with some creative ways to do a COVID-conscious uh, ribbon cutting, but that is the plan. You know, one thing we didn't really talk about is where is this located? So... Um, for people who are familiar with our campus, as soon as you get onto campus, if you head towards the football stadium, it's actually uh, in the back side of the high school building closest to the scoreboard. Um, you'll see signage there. There's going to be some uh, really neat uh, Mercy Health School-based healthcare logos and signage and some directional um, plaques put up on the fencing. So you'll be able to get directed there pretty easy. Um, so we want to make sure people do know where it's at. And hopefully we'll get some pictures yeah, uh, in the next couple of weeks, pictures, show people what's going on. Some pictures posted, and we'll have some, you know, some uh, coming soon signs and temporary signs up on the corner as well, just to remind everybody as they're driving by. But um, we hope people can come by and, and check it out and kind of know where they need to go or would need to go if they decided that they needed to get care. Well, Stephanie, thanks for coming. Uh, we have to have you back on, especially as soon as we get our uh, care provider named um, and do another update and have that person introduce themselves as well. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me, and we're really looking forward to being a part of your community. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Um, Bye.
Vermont Northeastern District Download.